The Blinkist app takes the key takeaways from thousands of best-selling nonfiction books and condenses them down into just 15 minutes for you to read or listen to. And you can get 25% off your first year at Blinkist.com slash TMS. That's Blinkist, B-L-I-N-K-I-S-T dot com slash TMS and start your seven-day free trial. Coming up on TMS, less of a man burger. Wine and cheese it pairings. Gross. Sherry F. Human was real. Truman. <laughs> oh, what'd I say? Human. <laughs> oh, Sherry F. Truman was real. Oops. Gidget starring Mary Todd Lincoln. Don't hydrate your comics. Go to the store and get some fake barf. The Golden Girls preserved in vinyl. I'm a little grease cup, short and gross. <laughs> Don't forget to add the songs. Major spoilers and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. Hello, what have we here? It's a trap! We've opened Pandora's box! This will not end well! The Morning Stream! Terrific equipment to have in battle! Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the TMS show. That's right. The morning stream for August 5th, 2019. I'm Scott. He's Brian. Good morning. Yes. Hello. Hi. Hi. Hi and hello. Hi. I spent the morning watering plants because my wife made it very clear to me if I didn't water her plants while she was gone, I was in deep Schmidt. It's amazing the parallels because uh, last time Tina went on a trip and I didn't go with her. Yeah. Um, that was actually an issue. Yeah. <laughs> it was me not not keeping up with her plants. Fortunately, Mrs. Crazy Neighbor came over, uh, saw that the front plants hadn't been watered, and said, "Are you going to do anything about these plants?" I said, "Plants." And she started watering them. Oh, life was good. Yeah. So she probably is solely responsible for me not um, being single now. Because yeah, for your continued marriage. Yeah, you'd be it on your. You'd be yes, in some crappy exactly. one room apartment right now. That's what would be exactly. There. It's just funny though that this, you know. That it's coming up with you as well. Yeah, I. Uh, so her stuff's all in the back uh, back patio. Her and Carter this uh, this go around the spring and summer decided to grow a bunch of tomatoes and a bunch of other weird stuff like oh, I'm trying to remember what's in there like um, uh, rhubarb. I think is growing back oh, there. Yeah. Um, some kind of oh uh, menthol plant. I don't know what they plan to do with it, hmm. but there's a menthol plant and you walk they're past gonna it make their you, own Vicks. yeah they're gonna have their own vapor rub by fall for f- just just <laughs> in time for flu season it'll be great yeah um, exactly nothing at all wrong with that but there's all these things growing and and oh, some of them are just like herbs and some sort of food things i don't know but it's not a traditional garden they're all growing in these giant pots and and doing what they do and so uh it's been so hot like yesterday i think it was 95 or 7 or 8 or something i don't know uh right. that if i don't do it in the morning and then again at night, they will die. And so I was out there doing it, man. Should have seen nice. me. Yeah. Sticking to my commitment to water shit while my wife's out of town. And good. I, and good. I well, so you need to do that. It's, uh, you know, it keeps keeps her happy. And that's uh, what's important. Yep. Uh, what should also be important. Happy is- plants equals happy life. Exactly. I mean, happy wife. Equals exactly. Happy, life. Happy, li- happy wife, happy life. That's how I see it. Yes, right, exactly. Uh, and then yesterday, we got five guys burgers and fries because I'm not being very good right now. No, no. Uh, That's enough food for five guys. I finally figured out the name. <laughs> what, what the name means. 
This burger is enough food for five guys. The du- the double burger or the full size burger with the two patties totally. Oh, is. can't do it. Can't do it. I always I have you know, and it's been a while since I've been there. Honestly, it's been. Um, I don't even know if I went in 2018. I have not been to a Five Guys Burgers in 2019 at all. Oh wow! Uh, and I don't think we went in 2018 either. But um, uh, I have to get the mini or whatever it's called the the oh. less of a man burger the I think re- is what they call it. <laughs> the less of a man burger. Well, they have so the they have burger man. and then they have not mini bur- uh small hamburger they call it is that what it's called small okay yeah, yeah. and but the small is bigger than most normal hamburgers and yeah. the, and the normal burger this is why i have the problem because yesterday i ordered the normal one but i thought i was just ordering the the single one because it just doesn't have a name like it should be jumbo giant deluxe monster tron right. burger right. instead exactly. i say i just want the burger and they go okay cool and then i get this like double stacked freaking food nightmare Right. Um, yeah. But it should be uh, the the large should be called something like, "I'd like to poop for the next two hours, please." Yes, please give me that. And I ate that, <laughs> and it was great because I didn't have to eat the rest of the day. That was like my one meal all day. So, Does that really work for you? Yeah, I can't do it. Totally. Yeah. Good. yeah. I, if I do, if I do, like, um, if we go somewhere for brunch, yeah, uh, on a Sunday or Saturday morning, then I don't have to eat until dinner. But um, if I do like a really big lunch, unfortunately, especially if it's fast food, it just makes me hungry for dinner and it makes me want to eat garbage between lunch and dinner it's very it's very ineffective it's very distressing i had distressing i did do this let's see where is it oh nick stole him sorry i played i saw us oh. playing video games and friends last oh that's over there i got some cheese nips so i did have oh, those yeah. had a few cheese nips last are night. those uh so are those the same as cheese that's basically like little squares yeah right? uh, these yeah. are let's see those are the nips. Nick has Yeah, there cheese, was some company mm-hmm. um, that made a pairing, a wine pairing box, where you get wine and cheese nips in the same box. Oh, my gosh. Really? Yes. Let me find it here. Wine. wine that's crazy. Cheese. might have been Cheez-Its. Hold on. Wine, Cheez-Its pairing. Wine, Cheez-Its. Yeah, here we go. Food. This is from foodandwine.com. Oh, yeah. Look at that. And, yeah. And it's uh, like you get wine that's been perfectly paired <laughs> really? with Cheez-Its. Who thought yeah. of that? Well, I guess wine and, che- or wine and cheese is a thing. Yeah. yeah cheese. I mean, basically, you know, you're, you're basically just saving the time of putting cheese on a cracker when the cracker tastes like cheese. Yeah. It ain't cheese, no. but it tastes like cheese. It tastes a little like it. Um, and it's looking- got a original red blend quote house wine wow i don't even know if that's like a uh what does that actually mean when you say a house wine it means their own wine they made it themselves or something or i don't know what that means because usually it's usually a, right yeah, yeah usually oh this is the house wine and it's still provided by a winery they're not stomping grapes in the back but it's huh. it's um hmm. but i don't know what this is a malbec I've never even heard of Chardonnay. it. Chardonnay. I don't know. Can't tell. A Malbec. Sorry. Not Original a Malbec. red blend, says the box. Uh, yeah. This is a thing. It's a family size, it says. <laughs> See, that's another That's another uh, red flag right there. Yep. Family size wine. Yep. I don't think that's a good, uh, it's not a good precedent there. Interesting. No. The best kind of those, by the way, I've had them recently, is you go get the... Um, now that might be nips or Cheez-Its. I can't. Remember. I think it's Cheez-Its. They have a uh, a buffalo, a buffalo flavor, 
cheese it mm. that is addicting and tastes, terrible. Oh tastes my like a whole buffalo. You, <laughs> we eat whole buffalo. Uh, but you can eat like an entire box of those without thinking about it, and then you're and then then you want to die. But they're so good. Yeah. Oh my gosh, best flavor they make. Ooh, tangy. Costco makes these great. Um, I think they're called hundred calorie packs. Like you get a box full of these little individual packs of Cheez-Its that uh, make you feel like less of a uh, a schmuck. Maybe that's the by, way to do it instead of a big box yeah. or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Tell Kim that. It's all time. portion control, and if you have some way of like forcing your por- portion control, then that's. Well, um, speaking of for, uh, controlling your portions, let's say the portions <laughs> I was trying to control were a portion of feet I would show in my films. <laughs> yeah, let me tell you. So I went and saw the uh, the Once Upon a Time in Hollywood yeah. Saturday night, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, it's uh, if if uh, if there was ever a hint that Quentin Tarantino <laughs> kind of had a foot thing going on, this movie kind of cements it. There are two long scenes where major characters put their feet up onto things closer to the camera so that their feet are bigger than their heads. Great. Uh, major spoiler says three. Um, my, maybe there is a third. I'm thinking of the um, the hippie girl in Brad Pitt's car, yeah. and she puts her feet up on the dashboard, but they are, they are like here, and then she's, you know, like way back here. <laughs> like it's a close-up on her really gross, stinky feet. Yeah. And... Uh, and I'm saying Margot Robbie, man, uh, as as beautiful as she is, uh, her character doesn't take care of her feet either. <laughs> uh, because she's sitting in a movie theater and she puts her feet up on the seat in front of her. She takes her shoes off in the theater, people. In the movie theater? In the movie theater. Wait, she's not like walking around on that sticky mess with her feet, is she? No, I think she took her shoes off once she sat down. Okay. And then she then she plops her feet up on the... Uh, uh, the seat in front of her, and and so by the way, so did the the guy next. Well, he didn't plop his feet up, but we had the reclining seats, and he had his shoes and socks off as well. Are you kidding? Um, I'm not kidding you. I mean, I don't know what it is. That's what, not what is allowed. That is not allowed. No. Are you kidding me? Oh my god. Do we need do we need a thing now added to the? Please silence your cell phones. Keep your damn socks and <laughs> shoes on. Nobody wants to see your gross feet. <laughs> Maybe exits was, are located in the front and back of the theater. Maybe it was because he knew. Keep your shoes and socks on, you animals. He knew it was a Tarantino movie. He was trying to, you know, get his feet out there, man. He's like, yeah, Tarantino loves the feet. Oh, uh, but is it distracting or is, anyway. is, is, is the movie good and it doesn't matter? No, movie's good and it doesn't matter. All Tina's right. felt like it was a little bit long. Mm. I felt like it was just fine. I felt like there was a lot of character setup and development. I think, dude, I mean, Brad Pitt. Uh, for me, was the standout of this film. I felt like he just nailed it and was such a great character mm. um, as uh, uh, DiCaprio, DiCaprio's uh, stunt double. So uh, how, how, much of the, how much is the movie about Charlie Manson and his thing? Is it about Very, that at all? I will tell you that you see Charlie Manson, Charlie, you see Chuck Manson for about <laughs> uh, um, maybe two minutes and and that's it. However... Um, the, uh, boy, I'm trying to be careful about what I say here. It's not like the whole Manson compound and his followers is not a part of the film, Okay, but really it's kind of B story. A story is really a focus on the relationship between DiCaprio and Pitt, uh, their characters and DiCaprio feeling like he's, you know, aging out of the the uh, acting business. Hmm. 
So do they? Which again, so, you kind of get in the in the previews. So, so Margot Robbie plays like Sharon Tate. Is uh, I mean, yes. is it ever they ever get to the the whole thing where she's you know, I mean Sharon Tate. Like okay, let me. This is a better question because that sounds spoilery. Yes. I don't want to go there. Here's the yes. better question: Does the movie is the movie supposed to be? actually based on these real people or is this some kind of tarantino fever dream about the 60s and stuff that was in it and they're as more iconic far as i as far as i know and i probably should look this up but um you get you know you get roman polanski and you get uh sharon tate and uh um oh uh, steve mcqueen by the way the dude plays steve steve mcqueen is the dude from uh um homeland is that that was the one with claire danes right oh yeah yeah, so the main dude, the main dude in Homeland is uh, Steve McQueen. The red You get guy. Mama Cass and Jennifer uh, Phillips. Yeah, yeah, Damian Lewis is that guy's name. Oh, okay, yeah, red-haired guy. Um, so I would say that the the Manson thing is B story. Um, oh, and and, and whatever, that's where I was going. Um, talking about all those being based on real people. Yeah. I, I, as far as I know, Brad Pitt and and DiCaprio's characters are fictional. The show that uh, um, DiCaprio was on, totally fictional. Okay. Oh, Michelle Phillips. I'm sorry, Michelle Phillips, not Jennifer Phillips. Jennifer Phillips was the one who was married to uh, Bruce Springsteen for a while, wasn't it? Uh, <laughs> wasn't she? Oh, right. Yeah. No, that's yeah. her. So Bruce, oh, yeah, that, you, everyone, you Bruce Lee, everyone rips right. on that Bruce Lee scene. Why? What's the problem there? Um, because it feels a little... Uh, it feels a little over the top. I don't want to say racially insensitive because I don't think it is. I think it's, but they're they're over exaggerating Bruce Lee again. It's it's a very very brief scene in a uh, um, in a much larger film, but because apparently Bruce his Lee kids, is. his kids and wife or whoever, they're all pissed about his portrayal mm-hmm. somehow. So I don't know. I mean, it it it, uh, it does make him sound and again it's it's a clip you see in the uh the previews with him saying you know my fists are registered as lethal weapons if i if we fight and i accidentally kill you i go to jail and brad pitt's saying Mm. yeah that's called manslaughter if anybody kills anybody in a fight they go to jail so so it does make bruce lee's character seem like kind of a right so so in the case of uh this being a Tarantino movie, is there sudden yeah. and inexplicable violence breaking out in parts of it? Like, does well, it have be. all that? Okay. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I'm just trying to get my head around, like, his movies are all very different, but also have some real strong similarities. There, I, yeah. Right, exactly. There is a um, there is a very Tarantino scene near the end of the film that, uh, that the existence of it, will, what answers... Several questions you've just asked me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right. I'll leave it. I'll leave it at that. All right, All but right. it's worth saying. I really, I really enjoyed it. Like I said, Tina felt like it was a little bit long. She's like, "Man, it was all right." But um, that thing will be all, all all up in everyone's face during Oscar season. You know it will be. I think it will. Yeah, I think it will for sure. Yeah. And um, and I'm I'm gonna say that uh, Brad Pitt maybe gets a supporting actor nomination from this. I don't know about. Robbie or DiCaprio, but uh, DiCaprio was really good. I though. keep yeah, hearing DiCaprio will probably get uh, actor. Yeah, um, yeah, I think so. Yeah, because he's there. There's some really great emotional moments with him, and yeah, so I can't remember who I was talking to the other day, but they were saying it was the best they'd ever seen him do anything. So I don't know. Oh, really? That, I don't know if that's true. I mean, wow. what, what, I, mean what, I don't know if I'd go that over the top. What I think, would you um, What would you compare more favorably? 
to, to I think this. the Revenant really was was um uh, was a great DiCaprio mm-hmm. um role. I'm trying to think who, of what else. Who ate Gilbert's grape? Is that that one you like yeah, there? That's up there, <laughs> but I wouldn't put. I wouldn't put the Aviator or Titanic up there. I think oh. he was all right in both of those. Yeah, Aviator, fine. Titanic, whatever. Uh, um, he was one of the better things about Shutter Island, which I don't think was a bad movie, but um, never saw it. It's one of the one of those Scorsese movies I've never seen. Blood Diamond was pretty oh, yeah, good. Yeah, The Departed was really good. That's oh, The Departed, dude. The Departed was really, really good. That movie still just I think about that movie a lot. It's mm-hmm. really something. Freaking uh, Jack Nicholson never gave a better performance than that ever. In his career. Yeah, right. No, I think you're right. Unfreaking believable. Anyway. Anyway, well, all right. I'll see it. Once upon a time in the 1960s Hollywood. <laughs> exactly. Stuff in the deal. Yes. And if his um, final, and then, if his final movie ends up being Star Trek, uh, we were talking about this, you and I on text, but <laughs> I want to see what kind of feat he does in Star Trek, you know? Right, exactly. Yeah. Captain, we've got a new alien race that only attacks people's feet. We must take all of our <laughs> shoes off and walk around the Enterprise barefoot. Your feet have no honor. Yeah. <laughs> like alien feet, ridged feet, bumpy feet. Oh, man. He's in for some fun there. Yeah, exactly. Uh, all right, well, uh, what else? So, uh... Friday night we went for my birthday. We uh, we we took eleven of us, which is as many people as you can fit around one one of those tables. We all went to Benihana's, and uh, he did the all right. Well, he did the volcano onion thing, yeah. and we asked him about the train, and he said that his train whistle um, got taken by another employee at his old job, and he, he hasn't had one replaced. And I said, well, if you want, we can make the noise. And he's like, all right, yeah. And so he did the little, the little volcano thing, and then we all went, woo, woo. Really? Basically, we were the table that all the tables around us uh, wanted to be at our table, unless they were the table. They didn't want to be the tables right next to us, though. They just wanted to be at our table or far away from us. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, I get it. I totally get it. How was the food? How was how was a Benny Hanna these days in, the, in 2019? It, it's excellent. You know what? I had um, I had steak and uh, filet mignon and scallops, and they do just such a great job of like, you want it rare? Boom, it's rare. And um, the scallops are done just right to where they're not rubbery. They're not undercooked, thank goodness. Just kind of have that golden, uh, golden brown color to them with a little bit of dark brown color. Uh, to give you a little bit of a sear on there yeah, yeah. and still light and uh really really good don't stuff. think i've ever had a good scallop in my life oh really always you rubbery. Like you've had overcooked always probably. rubbery yeah rubber yeah. rubber mcrubber every time and i don't know if it's because the place is doing it even like nice restaurants that are supposed to be known for their good scallops have turned yeah. out a little rubbery and i think the reason might be uh they're they, worried about they're worried it. yeah they're worried about yeah. undercooking mm-hmm. them so they just don't mm-hmm. they make them rubber Yep, you got to trust the scallop. Next time you're in Vegas, yeah, um, go to. Um, I mean, they've opened the Hell's Kitchen right on the Strip in uh, in front of Caesar's Palace. It's actually where uh, Serendipity used to be. Where I had oh, right. I had lunch with the with the whole Johnson clan. Yep, the Ser- Serendipity ago. Three. It was called I think. Serendipity Three. That's gone, and yep. it's been replaced with Hell's Kitchen, and that's where. I mean, you you know, talk about ruling with an iron fist. Gordon Ramsay doesn't allow no rubby rubbery scallops. Nope. Or rubby scallops. Or rubby scallops. Rubby scallops. How? Uh, what's the overall choice there? Like, what's the focus of that place now? His Hell's Kitchen place? It, Everything? It's basically a way to do the menu that they always show on the TV show mm. as a um, as a menu that you can get as a prefix. Okay. So, um, 
you basically say, oh, I'll have the Hell's Kitchen, and you get the scallops on risotto, you get the uh, um, Wellington, you get you know the sticky toffee pudding. Oh, you're killing me here. Yeah, you I had mean, me at Wellington. If you're, if yeah. I'm honest, <laughs> it's the only it's the only time I've ever had uh, Wellington was at his steakhouse in Paris, and it was so good. We also had the we had the same things. We had the uh, the scallops on risotto. We had the sticky toffee pudding. So wait, does the, does the menu change though based on the show's menus or no? Uh, no, no. Oh, that's okay. uh, well, that's the thing that they tend to serve the most on Hell's Kitchen is that that menu. But over the course of the season, they introduce other things. Yeah. They're going to have a big variety of stuff at the Hell's Kitchen in Vegas, but right. that's going to be their their like go to. Like, okay. all right, you want the you want the Hell's Kitchen, <laughs> you want the number one blue plate? Sure, okay, here you go. Haven't been since it was serendipity. I'll have to try that next time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, all right. Well, happy again birthday. I hope it was fun, and uh, you got all kinds of was. just hot little bits of oil that splashed oh, on yeah. you and all that stuff. I I did. You want to see what Tristan got me real yeah, quick? Yeah, let's see what he, what he, what he do. What the things oh, our sons get us are important. See, it's so heavy, but it's proof that you know that if that, that your son has to get you right. Yeah. Let's see. It is this massive uh, gladiator Hulk statue from Thor Ragnarok. Oh. I mean, this thing is. You know, Where do you get that? Huge. Where do you even get that? Uh, comic book store. <laughs> That's amazing. And it's so cool. I mean, it's you know. I kind of, I'm sure there's a uh, matching Thor one. Yeah. And I kind of want to uh, get with the, see if I can find the Thor one. That's freaking beautiful, dude. It is. It's really, really cool. I'm desirous. It, oh. um, it frightens the cats. So I put it up here to keep them off my desk. Oh, well, doing the Lord's work then. Piss off, cats. Yeah. You're going to make an idiot sandwich out of the cat, put bread on each side of its head. <laughs> That's right. I like it. Exactly. All right, we're going to play Babel Royale, everybody. We're going to bring Randy in as our guest, and we're going to do it right freaking now. <laughs> Joining us on the show today is a, uh, a stand-up guy doing a stand-in job today, Randy Jordan, all the way from beautiful Orange County, California. Hello, Randy. Good morning, my friends. I am here. I am ready to name every hair color of wig that Jennifer Garner wore. Oh, great. Oh, no. What's Brown. in your pet closet? Brown. <laughs> uh, boy, did you hear about Does anyone have a Capital One card here? Because, whoo, boy, they got, they I, got hacked hard. So I used yeah. to. Yeah. I used to. Oh, I, really? I, uh, I went through all of those, those ridiculous banking crises 10 and 15 years ago. Sure. I'd made a rule like a decade ago that I would never uh, bank with any of the big four, which basically rules out every credit card. Like, yeah. you, you don't get to get a credit card if you're not banking with Capital One or Chase. And so uh, I've I've had to, like, go to those not really credit card type things, like American <laughs> Express, you know? Mm -hmm. <laughs> not really credit card. Come on. It's a credit card. It's just it's, like, not MasterCard and Visa. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. I get it. Discover is a not really credit card. And, right, uh, right. Discover always true. seemed like some, your weird uncle's idea. Like it was never, it was never like a. <laughs> it's the card that pays you back. Never seemed like a real thing what's, to me. But. What's weird is I made my rule that I wasn't going to bank with the big banks because you know they're uh, absolutely ruining the the country. And then I went and lived in Canada for a while, and I ended up uh, banking at both CIBC and HSBC, uh. which have both been also horrible criminal institutions. Sure, so, you know sure. what are you going to do? No such thing as a 
squeaky clean bank has been my experience. No. But Capital One's new slogan is, uh, who's in your wallet? Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Not what's uh, in your who, wallet. Who's in there now? Uh, anyway. Who else is in your wallet? Yeah, who else is in that wallet of yours? Hey, uh, we're glad to have you here. We're going to play a game today, and we're going to do it with a listener who's probably on the line right now. Hi, who's this? Um, It's your friend Alexander from Florida. It's Alexander hey. from Florida. I like this kid. Now, you're 12 years old now. Uh, what yes. what do you uh, what does that mean? That means junior high is coming up this year, or what? This... Uh, no, that means seventh grade is coming up this year. Oh, all right. So wait, do you guys? Because for me, oh. junior high started in seventh. When when does it start right. for you? The seventh, eighth, and ninth was middle school. Um, I don't. I think it starts in eighth for us. Okay, that I mean, makes it's gonna be different. We don't different. have junior high at our school. Um, we have middle schools for sixth, seventh, and eighth. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. Middle schools. Mm-hmm. We That's I had middle school for a hot minute, and then I had regular junior high for a while, and I could never remember keep those separated as to what they were. But uh, all right, well that's good. One more right. year until you enter the minefield that is junior high. But you got this, dude. What, Randy, you're gonna say something? I just want to. I have a question for Alex. Uh, my, nice to meet you, by the way. I'm Randy. Uh, my question <laughs> nice for you, you is: too, Randy. Thank you. Uh, what do you think of Uber losing 4.9 billion dollars in a quarter? Um, I've never heard of that. So um, okay, okay, just wondering. Okay, yeah, not cool. a lot of not a lot of thoughts. Well, look, but look, listen I think to the we dream. automatically have to give Alex a prize just because because of Randy. You're right, right, exactly. Like, <laughs> look at this though. Like, think about it. Uh, when you're 12. I would love to be 12 right now because all the stuff that bugs me right now. I wouldn't because it would probably send my wife to jail. Well, that's true. <laughs> but after that n- nightmare, you wouldn't have to worry about any of the things that happened in 2019. Like all the stuff we worry about as adults, 12 year olds don't have to think about it. They don't. They don't think about it. Did you when you were 12? Were you sitting no, around going, ah, oh, no, Reaganomics, but- trickle down Re- Reaganomics, brah. You didn't well, think about they, those things. I didn't, but I don't know. Maybe they should because, you know, these. These children are our future, Scott, and uh, let them lead the way. Is that what you're saying? There is never, there is never a better year in your life than being 12. Your that's responsibilities good. are take out the trash, and that's the whole list. Yeah, like yeah. it's amazing. <laughs> yeah, you're, be nice you're to your old mom, enough and, and you're, you're intelligent enough to kind of have some some agency. And you get to just enjoy life. It's the best year yeah, ever. Yeah, ten to please ten, don't ten ever, to twelve. Don't ever the, grow up. Ten to twelve. Alex, are the best three years of your life, and you should never. Never look back on that, sadly, because it's a great time. But when you're 13 oh, and up, it just starts to get weird. I'm just saying, when I was when I was 12, I didn't have to think about nothing. It, you didn't have to. No, no, this is true. I mean, maybe the problem is the, that you know maybe we need to have our 12 year olds start figuring stuff out early and helping yeah. us out of the crap that we do as adults. Or we hey, should uh, be Alex, more do you like get an allowance? Them. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Alex. Maybe, do you get an allowance from your parents or your dad or somebody? Um, no, not really. Oh man, that's, oh. that's I just get birthday money. That's and Christmas money. That's, that's it. it? So you just get money once a year? Oh no, you need to. All right, you oh, need yeah, to, oh, no. Uh, to. No, no, no. Um, and um, we have like trimesters at our school. Yeah. And if I get like good grades, mm-hmm. like all A pluses, I'll get like some money. Okay. okay. How, mu- how much right. does that get you today? How much money do you get for that? Um, I get a hundred dollars for A pluses. That's pretty good. And then I get like. Fifty from from just A's. <laughs> That's awesome! Wow. Oh wait, a hundred dollars yeah. per A, and then fifty. Or sorry, a hundred dollars per A plus and fifty per A. Is that right? I wish, but oh. no. <laughs> okay, so it's a hundred dollars if it's all A pluses. Oh, but man. even if you have just one regular A, then then the whole thing drops down to, to fifty. Yeah. 
I never yeah. had this. I think, you, I think you ought to work the allowance angle. I'm sure you're helping out around the house, right? You're doing helping with dishes um, or, or I trash mean, or... like, uh, what's the better answer there? Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I, I want to be 12 again. Great. He's great. Yeah. yeah, you all. Uh, you know, I I just realized that my kid is uh is three weeks away from the fourth grade. Yeah. And uh, I've been I've been for years now I've been stockpiling two dollar bills because that's what the teeth mm. are costing the tooth fairy. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And uh, I'm here to tell you, man, it never occurred to me that I needed to start start stockpiling Benjamins yep. for those grades. <laughs> that's right. You guys start saving up. When it I is, was, that is a hefty carrot to dangle, right? Like a hefty yeah. carrot to dangle in front of them for some good grades. We yeah. should have thought of that ourselves. I, when, I, when I was a kid. Uh, you know what money I got for Tooth Fairy? It was whatever change was in my dad's pocket. Yeah. And that was yeah, it. Right. You got I mean, a quarter my, one my, time? Great. You got a penny the next time? That's all he had in his pocket. It's way my parents Sometimes were all I got about, poker chips. My, my parents, <laughs> Tooth Fairy was all about that 50 cent piece. Yeah. And I loved it. <laughs> what, you know, what is with your family giving out weird money for stuff? Like, you're going to give your son $2 bills and he's going to take it to the convenience store and they're going to look at him funny like, this is well, counterfeit. That's, no, that's, the, that's the whole point, is you give something weird so it's memorable. Yeah. I, I give him a Sacagawea card when he shovels the walk. <laughs> You know, right, Brian. those old, what were the, what, who's the, oh, Susan, Susan B. Anthony, Anthony he comes out. A, yeah. Give him a Susan B. Anthony when he <laughs> mows the lawn. <laughs> hey, give him Canadian money. It has holes in it. That stuff's pretty cool. Yep. <laughs> well, anyway, Alexander, we're glad to have you here as always, and we're going to play a little game with you. Uh, I know you know the rules, but Brian's going to explain them anyway and tell you what you could win. That's right, Scott. Uh, Alex, I'm going to give Scott and Brian Dunaway a topic, or <laughs> Randy a topic. Update that. And they're going to go back and forth with answers for that topic. If one of them gives a wrong answer, repeated answer, or they take too long to come up with an answer, the win is going to go to the other player. Your job is to predict who's going to come out on top based on today's topic. Today, you are playing for the carryover prize from Wednesday, which is a copy of Wolfenstein or Wolfenstein Youngblood. Uh, this is the uh, Bethesda launcher key. Plus, today we are adding a copy of Brutal Legend and The Bard's Tale on Steam. These are these are awesome games, yeah, awesome prizes yeah. right here. You like video games, right, Alexander? Yes. Okay. Yes, I what, do. What? I don't want to meet the 12-year-old that doesn't like video yeah, games. Yeah, that kid can can jump <laughs> right sure, off a cliff. I'm sure they exist, but I don't want to meet them. That's true. Uh, all right, the topic today. I'm, yes. I'm sorry. I just I love that, that we have Alex playing with us, and you're giving away games that are rated M. <laughs> <laughs> well, one of them is, right? Let's yeah, Wolfenstein is definitely Wolfenstein right. Oh, yeah, yeah. Brutal, brutal Legend, Legend Bard's Teller both comedy, fine. Yeah, they're comedy, both fine. Comedy, yeah. Those aren't yeah. M. Those are fine. Both of those are fine. So you, right, Alexander, so. your dad gets to choose. I've talked to him before. He can pick whatever he wants for you to play. That's right. That's he, gets, he gets the yeah. uh, first pick of these three games, too, yeah, yeah. if you win. Yeah. Uh, this one comes to us from Joe Acosta. Since the 1960 U.S. election for the 35th president of the United States, there have been 11 men to hold the office until now. But that's too easy. Each one of them was married. How many of their wives can you name? Yep. So since the 1960 election okay. for the 35th president, I want to need, I want to see how many of the first ladies you all can name. Oh my gosh. Uh, Alex, knowing oh, that that's the topic, <laughs> who do you want to go first and who do you think is going to win? Um, I'm going to go Randy to win and then Scott to start. Okay. I can do all that. Right. I appreciate okay. the uh, uh, starting okay. position. All right, Randy, no pressure. Uh, here goes. All right. I'm just going to kind of jump around. Um, sure. Jump around. Can any... Uh, hmm. 
Oh, how are, is there a question? Well, <laughs> one of them. One of them's more known. The one I was going to say out loud is more known for her nickname than she is for her name name. Oh, so mm -hmm. uh, I can't actually think of her name name right now. So I'm not going to do her. So I'm going to say uh, Nancy Reagan. We'll start there. Why not? Nancy Reagan's a very good one. 1981 to 1989. Yeah. All right. She's not. She's di she died. Right. She's dead. She died. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So last time we played this game, I screwed up bad. So I'm gonna, I'm going to play it as safe as humanly possible. <laughs> That's right. Yes. You and went I'm off gonna, the rails. Yeah, I'm gonna start with Melania Trump. Okay. There you go. 2017 to present, be best with Melania Trump. <laughs> be best. Um, be best. Uh, Michelle, be I guess Michelle Obama. How about that? That's good. 20, uh, 2009 to 2017. Okay. I'll take uh, Laura Bush. Laura Bush, working our way backwards, 2001 to 2009. Laura Bush, first lady. Uh, I don't know why this game, this game is really tense. This one is like... Hil scared. Hillary Dennis Rodman Clinton. <laughs> it was great when she went to uh, North Korea. Oh, uh, man. She just really... played basketball yeah. with Kim Jong-un. They loved him. Uh, yes, Hillary Rodham Clinton, mm. uh, 1993 to 2001. You should have made us. You should have made us ha have to uh, do middle names to get it oh, right, because yeah. we would have just gone down in flames immediately. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think, I think you just would have gotten that one. <laughs> uh, well, no, I because I have one with the with the initial, which is Barbara P. Bush, but oh, I have mm. no idea what the P stands for. You know, she was the uh, she was the uh, Quaker Oats man for a long time. I don't know if you guys knew that. Yeah. <laughs> okay, it's, it's not true. She wasn't the Quaker Oats man. It's just She's a joke. not the Quaker Oats man. No. Uh, all right. Uh, so Barbara he... Bush, yes, 1989 to 1993. Um. Uh, oh man. You said 1960 and forward, correct? 1960 and forward, correct. Okay. Um. Then Ooh. that would be Jacqueline S. Jackie S. Kennedy. Jackie Kennedy. There's no S, sure. God. I, mean, I don't know about the S, but that's you all right. You should get it, but there's no S. <laughs> <laughs> Jacqueline Kennedy Onassis or Jackie. Oh, I'm Kennedy thinking of the Jackie. Onassis part is what I was getting at. All right. Jackie O, if, you, if you're if you nasty. Yeah. Um, yeah, 1961 to 1963, and uh, the first one on my list. So that is the that is the starting point. Okay. You just have this middle group right here to work on. All right. Oh, boy. All right, I'm yes. trying really hard to still work my way backwards and skip the ones that Scott has already said. Uh, <laughs> so my next is going to be Eleanor Rosalind Carter. Ooh, very nice. I know, that, I know that name because I was taught that name as a small child. She liked a um, peanut. Very good. I have her in here just as Rosalind Carter, but yes, Eleanor was what her her uh, b uh, birth name, but she just went by Rosalind. Mm -hmm. uh, Pat okay. Pat Nixon. Pat Nixon. Ooh, Pat Nixon, 1969 to 1974. Patricia, Pat Nixon. Was it short for Patricia? I guess it would have been, yeah. What else Probably. would that be? Wouldn't be Patrick, would it? Patrick, yes. <laughs> Scott Scott is leaving me holes. Yeah. Uh, leaving, leaving holes. He left a hole there that I have to fill with the famous Betty Ford. Oh, Ford and her clinic. Right. And her clinic, starter of the clinic, Betty Ford, uh, 1974 to 1977. Ladies and gentlemen, we have one gap what? left. Oh my, Scott could win, right? Uh, Scott could so so let's see here. Uh this this is a uh, Alex wins either way cuz if Scott gets this okay. right, Alex wins and if he gets it wrong, 
you win and Alex wins. So right. <laughs> congratulations, Alex. You've won. Yeah, either either way you win, but I'm still going to answer this. So here's my answer. I just was watching King of the Hill, so that's why this is fresh on my head. Okay. He named his dog after her, Lady, <laughs> Lady Bird Johnson. Lady Bird Johnson. Is she the one you were worried about doing the nickname, by yeah, the Yeah, because I don't know her real name. Yeah. I only know her Lady Bird. Her real name Bird. is Claudia, uh, Claudia Lady Bird Johnson, but she went by... She went by Lady Bird for all intents and purposes. And even on my list, all it says is Lady Bird Johnson. We have a completion. All 11 oh my gosh. Uh, first ladies wow. have been named. Alex, you get the prizes. Congratulations. That's freaking uh, awesome. How you feel there, bud? Um, I'm feeling good because I've won two times in a row. Yeah, you have. So, don't uh, don't you forget it, everybody. Oh. Watch out for Alexander. <laughs> He's got your number. He's a two-time winner. Uh, so... Yeah. So I want to I want to challenge uh, Scott and maybe maybe Ibit here. Sure, sure. Name a first lady from earlier in the 20th century, other than Eleanor Roosevelt. Name any first lady. Like it's hard. Uh, 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 Chicopee Von Wagner. <laughs> Is that real? No. Uh, okay. Sherry Truman. Sherry S. Sherry Truman. F. Truman. <laughs> <laughs> That's how we should do it. There's yeah. Betty Roosevelt. You had Betty. Uh, you had, um, let's see. Uh, you had Gorge Washington. She was great. <laughs> I can't think of any. Oh, Martha. Martha Washington. Yeah, there's, a ton of, <laughs> there's a ton of first ladies from earlier in the 20th century, and the only one anyone seems to ever know is Eleanor Roosevelt. Who is yeah. the, who's the, uh, Lincoln's was, uh, not Gidget. She played Gidget. Uh, hold on. Mary Todd, oh, Lincoln. Mary Todd, oh, Mary Todd Lincoln. Yes, she played Gidget. Oh, I like that. I like that the actual first lady later played Gidget and yeah. the Flying Nun. I'm thinking and, of uh, uh, I'm thinking of Sally Field who and played dated Gidget. Burt, Burt Reynolds, right? <laughs> <laughs> who, by the way, I guess the Brad Pitt's character is based on Burt Reynolds' stunt double. That's what somebody in the chat room was saying, yeah. which totally makes sense. Yeah, yeah. in that movie. Oh, yeah, way, Dolly Madison's a great one, right? Wait, Dolly way, Madison? Uh, I thought that was just a, yeah. uh, like Tasty Cakes and stuff. No, no. That's no. Uh, where they got the name of the Tasty Cakes. Too much of those, and you're hanging with Betty Ford in the clinic. <laughs> so uh, uh, Truman's wife Truman's wife was Bess, Bess. and I just want to yeah. challenge the entire millennial generation. Bring that name back. Name your kid Bess. Mm. Yeah, Bess. Bess is cool. What was that short for? Was it short for something? Uh, best. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, like, uh, yeah, I think it's short for Elizabeth, yeah. Oh, is it Elizabeth? Oh. Mm. I was thinking best. Still, is just best. Pretty -E -S -S -S. Right. That's the kid's name now. Short for back. Bessie. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> so uh, here's the deal. I know that's probably why it won't come back, because when you hear Bessie, you you associate it with cows. Oh, there's no nothing but cows now, right? That's it. Yeah. If you say yeah. Bessie. Uh, but who I ex uh, associate with winning is Alexander. Alexander, here's all yeah. you have to do. Send me an email. I think I've already got your stuff, but uh, just in case, do it. Uh, Scott at frogpants.com. We'll send you those codes, and uh, you'll be all set. Uh, how you feel, uh, big winner? Um, I'm feeling good, and I also have uh, a lady that I remember from school, from like before the date. I think. Oh, wait, wait, who? Um, For who from school? I'm I'm pretty sure I remember a first lady from school. Oh, that I learned oh, about. Oh, 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 okay, good. See, that's because you're getting A pluses and getting the big money. That's yeah. why. <laughs> um, it was Edith Wilson, right? Is it from okay. uh, President Wilson's wife was Edith? Maybe Woodrow, Woodrow and Edith. Yeah, could be. Well done. I, I have no idea I who. Yeah. Who was married to um, 
uh, uh, Taft. Who, uh, Mrs. Taft, who is that? Does Mrs. anyone know? Taft, boy, I don't know. Taft wife. I'll just look it up since we're done with the contest. Here it is. Helen Heron Taft. Helen Heron. Mm-hmm. Helen Mirren Taft. Heron, Excellent. Helen Mirren Taffy. Mm-hmm, good. <laughs> Alexander, you did great. Uh, have a fantastic day. I look forward to school this fall, and we'll see you soon. Bye now. That's a good, good kid. I like that kid a lot. I am so proud of us, Scott. I am too. Not only did we uh, we were educated enough to get our junk right, but we helped the, we helped him win one way or the other, which was I yes, mean it's a exactly. it's a triple win across the board. Brian's the only one that loses here, and that doesn't even I make do. sense. I do. I <laughs> do. Oh well. So Brian, what's your what? Uh, give us a quick update on your uh, your trivia uh, pursuit. Oh, uh, we are so we came in first for the semifinals last month. Um, our finals are on the 25th. Uh, we play nationally against all the other teams that won the semifinals in the, um, uh, in the team trivia tournament. And, uh, we got a great solid team of six and I can't wait to, to play. When's the, where, you, when's where, the, where is that? Yeah. Where is it this year? That's going to be here. And basically it's played simultaneously, um, uh, in all the cities around oh, the country. So, okay. Okay. Yeah. For some reason I was thinking it was, a. Don't you usually go like it's there's one it's... there's one that we do in Vegas that's called Geek Bowl and oh, that's every right. year around the beginning of March end of uh, February. That's and, right. That already uh, happened this year. That already happened this year, and we oh. came in sixth or seventh. So, so then my uh, my other question for you, as always, is: Are you amenable to changing up the hat? Like, if I was to submit a hat <laughs> yeah. to you, <laughs> yeah. might you consider wearing? I would definitely. Oh yeah, you, you know I, you know there's the funny hat. There's the red funny hat, which I believe is is right behind me sitting i guess you can't see it from where the camera's at but it's sitting on top of my um my portal uh, turret gun mm. um but i actually have a stable of about five different hats that are all different styles but kind of in that same that same model as funny hat so you're saying, so like give me some parameters like you you would want it to be colorful you would want it to not be too big what are, what are your right uh colorful not too big uh brim uh, but not too big a brim. I'm not. I'm not looking for the urban sombrero. Right. Yeah. Uh, uh, really, I mean, that's about it. it. It can have whatever. It doesn't. It doesn't have to be abstract. It can be. You can have pictures of uh, lampshades on it for what for. You know, can it be a? Can it be a fez? You like the fez? Uh, you know I like the fez, Scott, because you sent me a video of me wearing a fez. <laughs> yeah, I did. We did this thing a, a few horrible. years ago, a few years ago for World of Warcraft that I don't think ever got used because I don't think it ever happened. I'm not actually sure, but I thought I thought it did. Like it was like a montage where I was a little square that kind of shrunk down into a big world uh, globe, if I remember correctly. You're correct, and it was this "We Are the World" spoof. Yeah, and, I never, I, and do not air that. It is horrible. I never want to see that thing again. Yeah, I'll never, it'll never leave my hard drive, but it will never be deleted <laughs> either <laughs> because it's really good. It'll never leave my hard drive, but it won't go anywhere from there. Yeah. What if you get hacked? Uh, <laughs> if I get hacked, then it'll be in someone else's wallet or however we said that. Anyway, earlier. but that's, that's a Fez that I bought at uh, Denver Comic Con back in 2013, and it's got a uh, 20 sided die on the front of it. Oh, very nice. All right, Randy, your job is to find All the right. perfect hat. I yeah I am gonna talk to you about your hat size because I have this okay. idea that I really want to see if we can wow. bring to fruition. Okay. Uh, I hope you guys have a really nice Monday and uh, talk to you soon. Bye now. Thanks, Randy. See ya. All right. Oh, that's very nice of him. Yeah, you're gonna be uh, if you're worried about being hat free, worry no more. 
Yes. Well, I'm, I, I'm definitely taking a hat to, I was talking with Tina about which hat I take, and I guess it is all going to depend on what other uh, clothing I take on this trip, because you got to make sure that the hat you pick matches the clothes you take. Oh, I never match anything. I never worry about that. I should worry about that, but I don't. Yeah, because, I mean, it's not going to be all ironic pop culture t-shirts and cargo shorts this trip. I have to I have to look nice for a couple nights. Sure, I get that. Yeah, yeah. Just a couple, anyway. Couple, just a couple nights. All right, we're gonna do. We're gonna do one of these. This is your radio right. newscaster with another exclusive, sensational summary of world and local events. This very brief news is brought to you by. Brought to you by. You got to listen to this. It's uh, what we do between seasons on Soundography, and a new show is going up today. What did Hammond make me listen to? You're just gonna have to to wait to find out because I kind of enjoyed it. Uh, it's coming up on Soundography.com. Just to say that we don't always enjoy what Hammond enjoys. Let's just say that. We don't always enjoy what Hammond enjoys. It's fine. Dream Theater nine-minute songs. <laughs> I mean, that's his bread and butter. He loves that, that stuff. That is his bread and butter. Exactly. He doesn't yes. want that ever to change or go away. Um, all right. I'm going to tell you this one story. Iggy Azalea. You remember her? She had a thing for there she's, for a minute. She's so fancy. Mm-hmm. You already know. Actually, it's funny. That's the part of the song that uh, Charlie XCX XCX saying oh xcx oh scx oh that guy yeah XCX. sure no no, he, no it was a she oh sorry see i don't know any of these names the per yeah. the person that came uh, that we that we got out of sweden that was in trouble for assault or whatever what's his name oh julian assange no 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 the, oh no no i'm sorry the, the i was thinking the rapper <laughs> guy assault. Yeah. uh he'd been trump uh, helped him get out his name's like asap or something with a but the dollar sign for the s yes yes is that yeah, I have ASAP. never heard of that dude. I get the feeling. ASAP Rocky, that, right. Yeah, ASAP Rocky. That sounds like a bad ice cream flavor. But anyway, <laughs> if you're. Hey, when are you going to pull that rabbit out of that? ASAP Rocky. <laughs> I guess that would have been backwards. Yeah. Hey, when are you going to pull that rabbit out of the hat? That trick never works. ASAP Rocky. Oh, right, because he's the moose and the Rocky's the squirrel. Been saying, he would have been saying yes. Yeah, we got our moose and squirrel mixed up. We got moose and squirrel mixed moose up. Got moose and squirrel. Uh, confused. Anyway, I don't know what I was saying about him. Oh, I know what I was going to say. I'd never even heard of the guy. Not that I'm uh, the you know the barometer of great hip hop, sure. but <laughs> sure. I have a feeling that he's uh, he will now have a he will now have a greater listening audience because we made a giant deal out of him. Whatever. Yeah. I don't even know right. what he did. He punched somebody or something. Got thrown in jail there, and then we, I really don't know. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. With yeah. Him. Good luck to him. I'm trying to think of another good example of a. Uh, of a rap career that was that was kind of launched, or even you know, music career that was kind of launched because of uh, the inf- inf- infamous uh, you know dealings of its yeah, like a <laughs> criminal a malfeasance, maybe. like a scandal launching a career. I mean, I guess that's kind of how Kim Kardashian started, right, with the sex tape. And I guess so. And her dad was famous, that. I guess. Yeah, because he yeah. was hanging out with OJ and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, anyway, Iggy Azalea, she's so fancy, uh, was shocked <laughs> over a pricey grilled cheese sandwich. And she says, I'm going to report, report this card stolen. She oh, says, my gosh. Really? Yeah. Wow. So yep. so I'm going to commit. She like tweeted that she was going to commit fraud over a sandwich. Yep. Basically. Okay. Australian rapper Iggy Azalea. And this has a, has a Vegas connection. So we'll get that in a second. Okay. Has fans relating the most uh, to a post on Twitter over the weekend in which she regretfully shared that she paid over $50 for a grilled cheese sandwich. 
Well, that's her, just dumb anyway. <laughs> Azalea, whose real name is Amethyst Amelia Kelly. That's a weird. Really? Person. Yeah. That's a stone. Her real name is um, Amethyst? Yeah. Why didn't she go by Amethyst Azalea? Yeah, why not? <laughs> I think the Iggy part is is selling her short. Anyway, yeah. whatever. I like Iggy Pop. Uh, it says this was staying in Las Vegas when she told her more than 8 million followers that she paid 54 bucks for the popular American sandwich. She continued to update fans about the outrageous bill, adding she was charged an additional 10 for knives and forks. She says, quote, I'm not kidding. I just got the bill and they charged me an extra 10.08 for knives and forks. Uh, which aren't included free here. So grilled cheese that I can eat with my hands is now $64.08. We love scammers, her tweet read. Uh, she then said that she was going to report the card stolen after she snapped a shot of her eating the expensive everyday meal. Um, nice. You're in what hotel is selling a grilled cheese for 54 That's bucks? what I'm looking at. I'm looking at her photo right now, trying to figure out where she might be staying because that's probably it. It's You're ordering room service. Yeah. And... It can't be. I mean, I can't imagine that she didn't order something else. She's probably in the top floor of the Win or something. Right. Exactly. In yeah. the like but the fancy pay. suite, and they everything costs a million dollars there. Like it's something like huh. that. Let's see. Iggy Azalea Vegas Hotel. Let's see where where she may have been. That's a whole uh, AAA video game right there. Sixty four bucks. Can I'm not seeing. Maybe it was a it was a resort fee. Her her grilled cheese sandwich came with a resort fee. Probably. <laughs> I'm not seeing uh, anywhere where she says where it actually says which hotel she was in. At least not in the um, in the Google the text that comes with the Google thing. I don't want to drill down into each of these. Kind of makes articles, you wonder if she's but... uh, blowing it out of proportion. Might be happening. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Oh yeah, maybe. Mm. Oh. All, all I know is if you pay that, that's too much. I don't care where you get it. There's no grilled cheese worth $54. I don't care whose it is. Yeah. Unless you Unfortunately, Iggy had to put an unspecified Las Vegas hotel on blast via Twitter after being charged 64 worth of room service at a local hotel. Well, then they're not really hotel. on blast. If you don't say the name, they're not on blast. <laughs> I'm going to anonymously dox you. <laughs> yeah. That doesn't make any sense. How do you put them on blast if you, if you don't right. mention their names? All right. Oh, that's funny. Somebody replied back to her on Twitter and said, huh, it was $54 for my ticket to see you next week, so it's like I paid for your meal. The math adds up. <laughs> that sounds about right. Wah, wah. I didn't know she was still kicking. I mean, I knew she was yeah. alive. I just mean I didn't know she was still making music and stuff. Those those kinds of careers tend to kind of come and go so quick that you never know. But there you go. Yeah. Sandwich put you right back in the spotlight. Well done. I can't even see, like, she has some shots of the hotel room, and I'm thinking, all right, if I can see the view yeah. that she has from her window, I might be able to figure out what which hotel she's at. But she's got curtains closed on some of these, and... Um, I'm going to uh, guess, top floor, Encore. That's what I'm going I would say either Encore, maybe Cosmo. Maybe Cosmo. Possibly. Yeah. yeah. One of the fancier, expensive ones. Mm -hmm. And It's so fancy. <laughs> You're in <laughs> like go to the go somewhere cheap go to the freaking yeah. pyramid get go a, to secret pizza and get some pizza for four bucks yeah delicious delicious pizza for four bucks feed your whole posse listen i can tell you wherever you're at let, let this be let me be your uh one of your vegas sherpas i mean Mazzula really should be your vegas <laughs> sherpa but text me and say brian i'm at the blank hotel where can i get cheap food nearby and yeah. i'll say oh okay well you got uh 
you've got the secret pizza place or i'm going to say oh you've got a uh um uh white castle across the street right from where you are <laughs> yep although avoid that white castle with all yeah i actually wouldn't recommend the white castle if you're looking for cheap pizza and you're on the other end of the strip down in old town there the hotel we stayed mm. in has great pizza um what's it called there the pizza the one we get the t-shirts which, from uh which uh oh, oh oh the right it's um i forgot the name of God, it it's, where is, it's in I the plaza that, it's not royal it's not royal is it royal pizza no uh, um ah. Whatever it is, but it's in the basement casino level of the the north end of the or the, sorry the south end of the the south end of the plaza the plaza and the pizza there by the slice is great it's good mm -hmm. yeah well, we also got pizza rock and that was excellent we grabbed some of that on the way to uh, um to the the uh, container the park yeah I screwed up though I screwed up and I got the pepperoni and that's fine except oh, in this yeah. case do you ever get pepperoni where all the pepperoni discs have curled up into cups. Yeah, and now they're contain and they, in each they're of the little cups, containers for grease. Yeah, little grease container cups. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I had wicked heartburn that night. Oh, aren't you the person who told me about putting bologna in the microwave so that it curled up and turned into a little grease cup? Yeah, when I was like thirteen, it was great. Okay, when I was like well, Alexander's age. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Alexander, go tell your dad to put some bologna in the. You put bologna in the microwave, and you put a little bit of soy sauce and or and or Worcestershire sauce in the middle. It curls up like a little bowl, and then you eat it after school, and it just gives you all those yeah. awesome <laughs> bits. It of gives your your daily dose of vitamin G. <laughs> <laughs> vitamin gross. <laughs> um, all right, I'll save these others for tomorrow. Because they're good. Okay. All right. Especially that last one. Um, all right. We're going to take a break. When we come back, major spoilers time with Steven. He'll be here. Mr. Schleicher's got stuff to say. Things happened at Gen Con that are comic book related. And I love comics. So we're going to talk to him. We've got some emails and a mashup after that. So stick around. Before that, though, a song selection from the stylings of Mr. Brian Ibbett. Please tell us what we have. Well, that's right, Scott. So we're going to go to uh, uh, Milwaukee to Rose of the West. Um, that's the name of the band. They've got a brand new, uh, their debut album coming out on uh, Communicating Vessels is the name of the label. Um, it's self-titled. It's their self-titled debut, and it's excellent. These guys, excuse me, beautiful structured, beautifully structured, soft-blooming, technicolor Lynchian dreamscape with just the right amount of sparkle amidst the dark shadows to catch the eye. Hey, all that adds up to a really good song. Here is the song, Love the Lies Bleeding. From the band Rose of the West. We'll see you on the other side.
Guys, let's talk about Blinkist. Ah, uh, Blinkist. These guys are pretty cool. In today's age, it can be hard to find the time to sit down and learn more. It's not easy when the likes of social media can be so addictive and time-consuming, so you may think you don't have the time to read a book or to develop yourself. Well, there's an app that we can highly recommend. It's called Blinkist. It's pretty cool. It's the uh, only app out there that takes the best takeaways, the need-to-know information from thousands of nonfiction books and condenses those down to just 15 minutes. So you can just read or listen to it at your convenience and in a much quicker fashion. You don't have to go find all the important stuff uh, by yourself. They've made it easy for busy people like you. You want to get to those main points quickly without reading the entire book. And with its audio feature, Blinkist makes it easy to finish a book during your commute or on your lunch break or while you exercise. Eight million people are using Blinkist right this second as a massive and growing library from self-help, business, health, history books, all that stuff. I really like Blinkist because, A, I didn't know it existed before I learned about it, and now I'm not sure I can live without it. It's really, really great. Uh, I use it when I walk the dog, which takes me uh, about a half an hour, and I can listen to like two 15-minute chunks and get it all in. Highly recommend you check out stuff in their self-help area. That's the first thing I did because I'm trying to get better time management going for myself, and they have tons of that. They have popular books like The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, by Stephen R. Covey. It's an old one. The Four-Hour Week Week, but Work Week rather by Tim Ferriss. You may have heard of The Power of Habits by Charles D. D. Hig. I'm not sure I'm saying that right, but I've enjoyed all of these, uh, and there's so much more in there. Anyway, right now for limited time, Blinkist has a special offer just for our audience. Go to Blinkist.com slash TMS and start your seven-day trial. That's Blinkist, B-L-I-N-K-I-S-T dot com slash TMS to start your seven-day free trial. Again, Blinkist.com slash TMS. Do you speak the language 
of dream riddles and dead gods. Shit fire, that's a damn good deal. Whoops. This show is <laughs> <laughs> The Morning Stream creams your skin while you wash. We're back, everyone. Messed up. Hit the wrong button. Oh. Uh, <laughs> all right, we're back. It's uh, Stephen time. Let's get him in here. He's uh, he's got stuff to say. It's been fun following Dan and his adventures over there. Playing a yeah. lot of cool games, like having a good time, excited oh, for him to get back. So cool, and I can't wait to talk specifically about uh, about something that he saw there and sent us sent us photos of. Yeah, it looks really good. Uh, but for now, I'm gonna play this. Steven. Joining us on the program right now, right here, is Mr. Steven Schleicher, all the way from Majorspoilers.com. Hello, Steven. Hello, Scott. Hello, Brian. Hey. Hello. Nice to have you here. How are you? I'm doing good. Although, can I take you to task on one thing you said earlier? Task me. Go. You, you said 12-year-olds don't have anything to worry about? Um, I mean, for the most part, if you give them a good, healthy home with, a, you know, a decent amount of sense of safety and, and, and well-cared-forness, well they got they just want to go blow up I mean, anthills and, you know, chase cats and stuff. It's great. I, I, would, I would say that, you know, my 12-year-old, who's also going into seventh grade, yeah. Uh, the other day he was, he was blaming the grandparents' generation for him not having a planet to live on in 2050. <laughs> wow. Oh no, they've you gotten know? to him. Crap. I mean, you he's know, right. He, he's right to feel that way. I he, just wish it wouldn't yeah. happen at 12. You know, he, he asked questions. Why do, why are there more black people killed by gun violence and police activity than mm. the non-black people? He, he's aware of these kinds of things and it, and it does affect him. And my eight year old, you know, they have. They have at the, uh, I don't know if they have it at the high school because my kids are not in high school yet, but at the grade and middle school levels, they do active, active shooter drills to the point where, you know, uh, fall semester has not started. My eight year old was telling me about a dream he had about someone coming in and hurting people at the school mm. until he said, quote, I had to kick him in the nuts, unquote. Wow. <laughs> yeah. But then he also said, but I got hurt really bad. Hmm. Mm. And so, you know, these are things that are outside of the home. Yeah, no, you're uh, right. Like you're saying, but these are things that, you know, kids are very aware of this stuff. It's it's true. They are. They can be. I just feel like parents should do all they can to make sure they're as innocent as possible as long as they can be. And I don't yeah. mean me. I don't mean make them naive or not, you know, not prepare them for the world. Certainly not that. But just give them every opportunity to go squirt gun have a whole oh, afternoon. We live, we live in the middle of, you know, Western Kansas where, you know, a lot of these things are a much lower percentage than other places. Right. Um, but, you know, kids still talk. They still, my kids watch the news. They, they do make a point of they watching know what's the news. Up. Yeah, they know what's up. Yeah. You're right. It yeah. depresses me because uh, the boomers, you know, they really, uh, they kind of suck. You guys are uh, not, the, not the greatest generation. The one before that was all right, but man, you guys really suck. And, uh, you know, here we are, the Gen Xers don't sure quite what to do, so we just want to go to Lollapalooza and listen to Foo Fighters <laughs> all afternoon. So what are the new what are the noobs gonna do? I don't know. Nick talks about this stuff all the time. He said he came to me once and he goes, I mean he's nineteen now, so we're a few years on from twelve, but he says, I don't want to get drafted, Dad. I said, What do you mean? He goes, Well, I don't know. There's we're talking about a ran and all this stuff about Iran. I don't wanna I don't I'm not I don't wanna go to war. I don't wanna die for some dumb reason some old person wants to me to go there for. Mm -hmm. So I remember feeling that way around that age. But man, when you're ten to twelve or so 
It just, uh, just should be, it should be about, I don't know, uh, fireworks and and mm. uh, fake barf. Go to the store, get some fake put, barf. Putting playing cards in the spokes of your bicycle and driving through <laughs> main, main, <laughs> driving down Main Street. Maybe, past the soda maybe not quite that, but you know, like, <laughs> go have some fun. Just... Com read some comic books, Stephen. That's it, what I'm saying. It would be great. Yeah. I mean, it would be it would be great. I mean, my son and I went out and shot some video today of him doing some soccer stuff. So we had lots of fun. And of course, there's uh, all sorts of games that uh, that he plays. You know, on his Switch or the Xbox or yeah. you yeah. know PlayStation. Um, and then you know, swinging it back around, Gen Con 2019 uh, happened this weekend. Yeah, and there's a lot did. of comic books. Yeah. And that surprises uh, me. By the way, crossovers. how was that a thing? Even I mean, I understand licensing and stuff like that, but it did seem like Gen Con had more news than usual. That was comic related at least you know in some cases it's just oh hey there's these games that are being made based on these comics but that always surprises me that there's some crossover there yeah and i guess it really shouldn't especially when you realize that when we look at the billion dollar a year industry that is comic books uh about a third of that just comes from merchandising alone mm -hmm. so if someone like disney is like okay we're done with this huge wave of marvel movies how else can we cash in and then suddenly there are gamers that are like Oh man, we could take uh, these these properties into an RPG space or a board game space or a tactic space. How about we license this and work with companies to do this? Now, this isn't the first time. I mean, Marvel. There's a fantastic game if you guys haven't uh, played it called Legendary, uh, oh, and uh, the Marvel Legendary game is so much fun mm -hmm. uh, that I would I would definitely go and check uh, that one out. But at Gen Con, there were three I think three big uh comic book related board games that i'm sure dan dan the board game man will come in on thursday mm -hmm. with some much more detailed reports because i think these are the games that kind of got the most attention at the show yeah they're, hmm. they're so oh, you mean overall not just among, i think like, over i think overall wow. these were the ones that got the 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 largest attention now the one that i most <laughs> one of them certainly took up the most space yeah <laughs> yes yes now we'll get to that one in a moment i want to tell talk about marvel champions which is the one that i'm most interested in now this is a living card game from uh, fantasy flight and when I first looked at it, I was like, oh, this is essentially a reskinning of the Arkham Horror living card game, which I love playing it. We've been playing it on our YouTube channel, Major Spoilers Video. But then as I started watching it, and even a couple of the creators had said, no, this is more of a combination of the Android living card game and Lord of the Rings living card game. And that's really exciting. Um, it, you know, it, it's it's kind of all the same. I mean, I'm sure there's people out there that will scream no, but it really is kind of that. But this is where you have certain scenarios. In this case, uh, with Marvel Champions, you have a villain who has a scheme, and then you have your team that you get to build. This is for one to four players. And you can be Spider-Man or Captain Marvel or She-Hulk or Iron Man. Uh, the, uh, the Hulk is, I think, no, not the Hulk is not in this one. Uh, but there's a couple of other heroes uh, in this initial pack that launches. I think well, it's hooks uh, on the cover of the the corset box, so he better be. I, yeah, he might be. So that's a uh, sixty bucks. It's coming out in I want to say October is when the uh, corset launches, and then every month they will release a he uh, either a hero pack, a villain slash scenario pack, or a campaign pack. Uh, so that uh, those will be about twenty bucks each. And that way you can build. I, they announced that the first hero that will be announced, I think this one comes out in December, is going to be Captain America. Then there's a Green Goblin uh, pack, and then there's a campaign uh, pack. And then the next hero after that will be um, uh, Kamala Khan, Ms. Marvel. Mm. Uh, so, oh, the other character is Black Panther in this corset. So those are the those are the ones that are, that are there. If you've ever played a living card game, it's not like a collectible card game where you have to go and hunt for, you know, a variant or this shiny version of a Pokemon card that that my son is all into. 
Um, but it's 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 a fun experience. And so I'm really looking forward to that. Uh, it'll probably take about one to two hours to play each scenario, um, but uh, very excited about that one. The one I think, Brian, you're most interested in is from a uh, company. Uh, it, it was announced at the final at the Fantasy Flight Games meeting, but it's from Atomic Mass Games, and it's Marvel colon Crisis P Protocol. And Marvel this colon. is yes, this is a miniature tactics game that has some highly detailed miniatures. Yeah. that people were just drooling over. And if you saw the images, I'm, I'm sure it's the same Im images that Dan sent uh, you guys. Uh, this is incredible because not only do you have some very detailed figures, uh, but you also will be able to purchase 3D, and it's not 3D printed, but 3D, you know, height, width, depth um, uh, elements Terrain. to add to the game. Yes, yeah. so you yeah. might have, and I know in the initial pack it comes with a little Daily Bugle newsstand and a trash can. And I don't know if it comes with a car in the first pack or not, huh. uh, but then they have other things all the way built up to the one that they showed at Gen Con, which was this huge subway uh, platform right. uh, that you would you would play and, and battle on. And this is, uh, they said the play areas are three feet by three feet. So most dining room tables will be able oh. to accommodate this. I'm not sure storage space wise, you'll be able yeah. to accommodate everything that's going to come out with this because they've yeah, shown like... Those those subway things to like kind of collapse and be foldable, right? Flat yeah. <laughs> yeah. So here's the thing. These are not paper. Uh, these are plastic. And Brian, I hope your miniatures skills are good because these come unpainted, which is yeah. to me a little bit of a drawback because I don't really paint miniatures. I don't think I'm that good at it. Mm -hmm. So that's going to be a little bit of a drawback. Plus you have to put the characters together. Like uh, you're going to have to put a head together and an arm together and a torso on the legs on the base and then paint everything from there. Mm. So I, I don't know like what, your, what your thinks are on that. Well, you know, judging by um, how many unpainted 3D printed things I have <laughs> around my desk, um, I've, I've got more things to paint than I do time. However, this looks like it'd be really fun to to get in there and paint. Mm -hmm. Just kind of take me back to model building. Yes. The MODOK that they have is really cool. I mean, I'm, oh, yeah. I'm very, very tempted to pick this up. Um, I don't know. Between the two, I'd almost do the card the card game it you know i had the um the vs marvel vs mm -hmm. uh, versus uh games mm -hmm. and i have i do have that legendary however i'm waiting for some time with my uncle to come over and play it because yeah. tina's certainly not going to break into the the deck building game with me yeah yeah legendary is a card shuffling uh game so that's that's one nice thing about that um I am very tempted to pull the legendary game off the shelf because I think both of my kids would be very interested. The youngest is totally into Pokemon right now. Mm -hmm. uh, so he understands deck building games and the mechanics behind that. And the oldest one has played Pokemon and he does a bunch of other stuff too. Mm -hmm. So I think they would both get a kick out of legendary. My big, here's the thing. Mm -hmm. I got so excited. I got a nerd boner over the Marvel Whoa. Crisis Protocol game. Okay. Right? <laughs> yeah. Over sure. this. I was just like, holy cow, this looks awesome. And yeah. then it was like, Oh, no, you have to build the miniatures and then paint them. So that knocked <laughs> it down a couple of pegs for me. The right. other thing is these miniatures are, from my understanding, quite large. They're 42 millimeter figures instead of 28 millimeter figures, which are typical for your RPG game. So you're not going to be able to drop uh, the Red Skull into your next D&D campaign. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. yeah. So they're going to be, they're about, I guess that's about 75% bigger than a 28 millimeter uh, figure. So there is that. But that makes them bigger mm -hmm. so that you can see the the detail and the painting and all of that kind of stuff yeah almost almost two inches tall basically. yeah 
the other thing is this is a this is kind of a tactics game like X-Wing if anybody has played the Star Wars X-Wing game oh, where and this is yeah. and this might be of interest to you Scott because I know you're into the uh, Warhammer 40k I type love area. Warhammer 40k one of my favorite so things and I and in Warhammer 40k if I'm not mistaken you actually have to take measurements on how far your troops can move and all of that kind of stuff right yeah yeah Oh, uh, yeah. there, the X-Wing game is the same way. You have to set up turns and how your vehicle is going to move forward and how much it's going to move, and you have to be exact. This is kind of the same way in that if you're a Spider-Man and you're throwing out a web-slinger, you have to measure. You have a little measuring tool to see if you're going to hit your target or not. And then when it comes to moving, there's a little bendable um, tool that will say, here's how far your character can move. Like if their move is three, here's here's the distance that they can move in their one move. But it bends in the middle so that the character can actually like turn corners and move behind, um, you know, trash cans or cars or things like that. Uh, there's also, I think, a dice rolling mechanic in this as well. But um, that to me, I'm not really I'm not really down for exact precise. Oh, you can't be three point one inches. You have to be exactly three right, inches away. Right. So that to me is, I don't know, not not that super is- exciting for me. Not as easy as the, you know, the, you can attack three squares away like you had in the old hero clicks. Right, 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 right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And and that's fine, too, because then that means you don't have to worry about a grid-based system. You have more freedom to move around in any direction, right? Right. And so uh, the, the Marvel Crisis Protocol also comes with these scenarios. Um, I think Dan has described it, and, and I haven't had a chance to talk with him since, I think, Sunday, and he was going to try to get a, a, to play a game of this. But he had said that um, he thought that this was very much like the Sentinels of the Multiverse Tactics game. So mm. we'll find out more about that, I'm sure, this week. And I'm sure he'll have a lot more to say about this game um, on Thursday when he's on the show with you guys. To, uh, actually, be Friday. Or yeah, whenever, Friday, whatever Friday day he's on. Yeah. Uh, all right. Here's... Oh, yeah. uh, I, Friday, I, I won't be here Friday. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. There's no show Friday. Maybe maybe we maybe you get him on for a, a Friday TMS where he's the special guest. Yeah, we could do like a little quick, quickie thing. Yeah, just yeah do like I'm sure he's Conrad got a lot up. to say. Yeah, exactly. maybe, all right. I think we could do that. Um, all right, Funko. Tell me about the Funko strategy game with all so, the dumb Funko f- people in it. I cannot believe this is even a thing, but maybe it's fun. I don't know. This this was announced at the San Diego Comic Con, and I was just kind of like, okay, Funko Pop Funko vinyl uh, strategy game. Okay, I guess uh, these are the miniature. Um, pop vinyls, not the full size pop vinyls, but these are actual little miniature pop vinyls that you may have seen in like, it may be about the same size or maybe a little bit larger than the promos that you saw maybe in the uh, Batman um, animated series, complete collection exclusive that came with some little uh, figures. Yeah. But this is a, uh, this is a board game. That's a strategy based board game where you move your little characters around. Uh, the initial sets are Batman, um, the golden girls, Harry Potter and oh, I forgot the last one. Wait, you can't just um, skip oh, over. Moore. You can't just skip Rick over Martin Golden Harry. Girls so quickly because <laughs> all the other stuff you were naming was like, oh, Harry Potter, Batman. All oh, this sure, makes sense, right, and yeah. then you sneak in the Golden Girls. What yeah. the crap? How are they? Like, are they cards? Are they like what is uh, it? So you get the little miniatures, all the figures that you get to move around the screen and or around the uh, table. And then, of course, you have uh, each of the characters has abilities on their card that you can play, <laughs> like move forward three and kick uh, in the case of the Batman one. There's a couple of, of demos of all of these games already on YouTube, so you can go and look at the the Marvel um, uh, tactics game. You can go look at the, the card game, and you can also go and look and see how to play 
uh, the the Funko Pop games all online. That people have been working ahead of time and and working with some uh, YouTubers to get those out there. And a lot of them are super super interesting and super super fun. I think the Funko game they said will you can play in about an hour or less, uh, one to four players. And then I should mention that all of these games, of course, are going to have expansions. I already talked about the uh, the, the Marvel uh, uh, card game, but the uh, tactics game is going to have some expansions with the Modoc figure, with the um, uh, Hulk, Hulk figure. One, yeah. They're going to have Guardians of the Galaxy. I think they showed off a Miles Morales Spider Man. I mean, I want to just want to get the I just want to get the figures, you know, I know right? Yeah, and want... then of course the and then Dan had mentioned to <laughs> me that that the Funko people said that they have a bunch of other games already to go. They're just securing the licenses. Great. Oh, you well, mean that, like other, so other, if there's a Marvel one. Yeah. There are other properties. Right. I'm okay. If they come out with a Marvel one, cause that'll be an easy one for me to avoid. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> now I'll be honest. The minute that they announced that the pre-order was open for the, uh, the Marvel card game from uh, yeah. uh, fantasy flight, I went ahead and bought it. Uh, and then I bought the play mats and everything. So I, I dropped, even though I didn't go to Gen Con, I dropped over $200 on gaming stuff from the wow. show from the and show when is that supposed yeah. to come out by the way the, the Marvel that one comes game. out in the card game comes out in october i believe Champions. um you can pre-order now over at fantasy flight uh, games their website mm -hmm. uh it's 60 dollars for the base game which should be enough for one to four players so brian even if your wife or your your son doesn't want to uh, oh, partake you can play you can, one you can play uh all alone all i can play with myself, myself. Yeah. Um, yes. I, that's the also thing the, the legendary game you can play with yourself mm -hmm. yes yeah yes. that's true I like your emphasis on myself. I have a lot of I have a lot of ways of playing with myself. Yeah. Uh, yes, you do in this day and age. Yeah. Playing with yourself is. Uh... Hey, Alexander, go get a coke or something. You don't have to hear this part. <laughs> um. Hey, I got a single player mode. Uh, I got a question for you about a piece of news that we don't have in our notes, but I just wanted to make sure I brought it up. Sure. Um, Kevin Conroy, voice of Batman yes. in various uh -huh. uh, comics and video games, and or sorry, uh, cartoons and video games, and and thought uh, thought to be the best there ever was at the voice right uh, is apparently going to get to play actual batman in that crisis infinite earths yeah, thing they're doing so on there CW. is so much going on with this crisis on infinite earth this was teased over a year ago when they did their big crossover event on the cw show yeah. and uh ever since san diego comic-con they're letting more and more come out of what this will entail and this isn't just going to be the supergirl universe crossing over with the, the Arrowverse, uh, this is also going to include characters from the Black Lightning show that are going to appear. Brandon Routh is, um, he's already on the Legends of Tomorrow show, but he's coming in and he's going to play, I'm guessing he's reprising his role from the movie, although it could be he's a Superman from just a totally different universe completely. Um, there's a rumor still that Tom Welling will maybe come back as a Superman. Uh, Burt Ward is coming in to play uh, uh, Robin. Uh, probably as part of the crossover on the Batwoman show and then announced just this weekend, the CW, as they were saying, here are all the nights that we're doing this, also said, oh, by the way, uh, Kevin Conroy is going to come in and play Old Man Batman uh, in the show. I'm so, so excited about that this. Is, so I don't know if that means we're going to see a Batman Beyond character appear in this as well, yeah. or if it's just going to be like we saw in the... Um, crossover event last year where um, mm. uh, the original Flash came in and put on his old costume instead of playing Jay Garrick he was actually playing uh, himself from a different universe and for like five seconds he had the suit on and just as he was getting ready to run he was zapped away by the monitor mm. uh, I don't know if that's what's going to happen here but expect to see a lot more announcements I mean I, I still expect to see a Linda Carter announcement that she's going to reprise her role as Wonder Woman even though she was on a small um, as a um, uh, 
Supergirl as the president of the United States. Uh, there's a whole bunch going on, and this is a show that's going to be very interesting to watch. Now, the only drawback that I see at this moment is this was supposed to be a week-long event that was going to basically wrap up the Arrows show because it's going to end at the end of the year. Well, now because of the way they've got this scheduled, it's going to start on Supergirl on December 8th. Mm -hmm. It's going to have Batwoman on December 9th, The Flash on December 10th, and then they basically have to take a month break so that they can wrap everything up in January with the Arrow on January 14th and DC Legends of Tomorrow on January 14th. And these are all just single episode connections to the overall These are story? all single yeah. episodes that Crossed all cross over. over with one another okay. and a whole bunch more. Wow. And still no Black Lightning. I can't understand why they didn't just well, automatically make Black Lightning be in the Arrowverse. So in the, in the reasoning for that is originally the creators were saying we want to be able to tell a story in our own way without having to worry about... Um, you know, who was around continuity. before. Yeah, sure. the continuity. Because in the Arrowverse, uh, Green Arrow is, quote unquote, the first superhero in that universe. And everything spins out from that, even though they've kind of backtracked on that. So uh, the creators were and the networks were totally fine letting Black Lightning be its own universe. That kind of also created some weird questions of segregation. Uh, but they did say, hey, if uh, the Black Lightning production crew ever wants to be part of the main Arrowverse, they're more than welcome even though uh, Black Lightning is not getting a show that's directly tied into the Crisis on Infinite Earths event, uh, characters from the show will be appearing in the Crisis like event. Cameo and stuff. Yeah, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yep. So that's what's going on with that. That's a that's a lot of stuff. That is a and lot I of stuff. Yeah. I, I, my favorite bit of all of it, though, is the Conroy bit. And it's actually yes. the bit that may get me to watch it. Like, I wasn't going to care yeah. otherwise. But I think I might watch because mm -hmm. I really like it. Some people too. are asking about Green Lantern. Um, there's been, again, rumors. We don't know anything that hasn't been officially announced from the CW. But there's been some rumors that uh, the Diggle, uh, who is on Arrow, will play uh, Green Lantern from another universe in this show as well. Oh. All right, then. I don't think we're going to see Ryan Reynolds come back as, as Green Lantern, although that would be very cool. That would be funny, <laughs> wouldn't it? He'd probably be down for it. It would be it. funny. Yeah. I mean, he would do it, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, he would totally we had do a little, it. We had a little nod to that in uh, Deadpool 2 in the, mm -hmm. the stinger. Yeah. I'd be mm -hmm. shocked if he wouldn't do it. I think he totally would do it. But Yeah. Uh, oh, seems like that would be, he'd have the sense of humor to do that. That would be hilarious. I don't think it's going to yes. happen. But there you have it. Yeah. Uh, well, all right, then. Steven, a uh, big, big head full of stuff today. Plenty to mm -hmm. be thinking about. People are going to need to go to Majorspoilers.com for great coverage like this and so much more. Is there anything else on the site people should be looking out for right now? Uh, a lot of stuff uh, that we have going on on the site all the time, including seven podcasts a week that you can fill your ear holes with. Everything from comic books to gaming to a whole lot more. It's yeah. all over there at Majorspoilers.com. All right. Steven, um, one final thought from you that we always get. Read more comics and stay hydrated. Oh, a little double, <laughs> double shot today. I like it. That's right. But don't hydrate your comics. They decrease in value if you do that. I've heard that. Yeah. Uh, we are now going to play a mashup. Okay. Jamie put For this sure. together. He calls it two bits. Uh, I'll give you a, a reason. Or I'll give you a guess as to why it's called that. Basically, sure. you got two 50-year-olds on a show now, and he thought it'd be funny if we did uh, a, an old man <laughs> uh, sort of, <laughs> I don't know, what, what you'd call this. Uh, a, a lovely tribute, I suppose, sure. to you sure. and I seasoning ourselves past the uh the ripe old of 50 so here is that let's listen to it and see what we think here you go oh go put a potato up your bum and enjoy your life you wiener <laughs> all right
right. And um, how many pain points would you like? Yeah, okay, are you... good. Do you have a safe word? Uh -huh. Harder? I wouldn't use that one as your safe word. Are you part of our loyalty program? If you have the card, we can save you 45% on the next whipping. Yeah, things were so much better in my day. Back when we had vinyl. It was the best thing we had then. And of course it sounded really good because we didn't have MP3s and fancy 5.1 channel stereos. And when I was poor, that's what we ate our food on. We took an old vinyl record out. It was like Engelbert Humperdinck, and I'd eat my potatoes on it. What does it dip for? I don't know. Water? Lava? Absolutely nothing. Say it again. The cable is too damn high. It's too expensive. Back in my day, guy would get on a stage, he'd whip out his penis, and we'd all laugh. We'd laugh and clap. We'd pay two bits to see that. Yeah, it was fine. A girl would come around and give you a nice whiskey, and then you'd go home and you'd watch the picture show on your television. You bastard. Make sure you get those nacho chip crumbs out of there. I get to touch my chin. I work really hard on my chin. Eleanor Cunningham. If that doesn't sound like a name of somebody who's 100 years old, I don't know what Eleanor does. Eleanor Cunningham. Why, I used to date her back in 23. I hope they call her Mrs. C. Well, we did. <laughs> she was offended by it. What kind of things would you guys do on your dates? Well, I picked her up about 4.30 because her father wouldn't let us go out after dark. When I took her to the picture show... <laughs> We saw a silent film. You kids with your movies with sound in it. You ungrateful pieces of shit. What was I talking about? How much were the movies uh, when you when you take Eleanor out? Why it was two bits. <laughs> Are you familiar with that denomination, Brian? I, I am. Yes, it's uh, twenty five cents, isn't it? Yeah. Today I couldn't buy a used condom for that much money. <laughs> Do like a sideshow sometime. That's we should. Oh my god, that was great! That like was a little great. improv. Don't remember that at all, by the way. None of that conversation. No. How long that had to be? Uh, was that old? I mean, you have to tell us. I, I guess I don't know. That seemed old. Yeah. Like, like it must be because I would have remembered that. Mm -hmm. It seems old. Uh, Nora Daryl today he emailed me and said there's like zero Trek news, so that's why. I didn't. Yeah, the only thing is uh, somebody on Discovery in the cast or the crew said. Uh, yeah, we need uh, Discovery's getting a new captain. Even they're 930 years in the future, we need a new captain. Wow. All right. Yeah. Picard, he's ready. Wait, he's not alive. Yeah. <laughs> right. Wait, how Picard's 23rd century, so he's not even he's 100 years from being born, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, good luck to them. Here's the uh emails of the day. I'd like to read you these real quick. Aileen wrote in. She says, "Hey guys, yeah. I went to college in Las Vegas, New Mexico." Uh, we're talking about uh, all this uh, New Mexico, yeah. Vegas, or uh, New Mexico, Las Vegas we've been talking about. New Mexico, Las Vegas, yep. While I was a student, No Country for Old Men was being filmed. Uh, the Exit 104 bridge was the set for the U.S. Uh, slash Mexico border scene. I saw so many confused people uh, try to give workers their ID cards as they were trying to get out of town. <laughs> uh, the other uh, sets included the Plaza Hotel and the downtown areas near the Camelot Lady and Red Dawn. Cal from Calumet Lady. Calumet yeah. Lady, sorry, from Red Dawn, was yeah. restored in remembrance of the movie. Other films in the Las Vegas area include Convoy. We did that on Film Sack. Mm -hmm. uh, Easy Rider, Longmire, Astronaut Farmer. Uh, we're all filmed there during half uh, during halftime during a college football game. Oh, interesting. Just just Astronaut Farmer. Not the not all that stuff was filmed during halftime. <laughs> oh. oh, 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 I get it. Okay. Yeah. Making both teams and spectators unhappy by reshooting the scene several times. As for the bathroom, I think, uh, or sorry, I think I know what is up. The Carnegie Library, 
is a pretty old building, so I'm sure uh, that accounts for part of it. The major part, yeah, and just to keep people get people up to speed, it, it had all these uh, uh, pieces of paper tacked up on the walls, talking about make sure you hold the button or hold the the lever down when you flush, and make sure you close the door when you oh, right. go to the bathroom and stuff like <laughs> right. that. Right, those ridiculous yeah. requests for people, like yes, it must be Meth Town or something. I don't know. Anyway, well, actually, this next this next sentence uh, explains what else it could be. It does say this. The, ma- the major part could be that Las Vegas is home to a state-run mental facility. During the day, patients are allowed to roam around town unsupervised, and they have been known to hang out at the libraries and other public places. I'm sure there has been more than one incident there. Love the show, though, Aileen. Oh, I love that idea. Uh, Sam Coulter wrote in also a quick message. He has uh, taught his subject is small, uh, sorry, small or toy dogs uh, because of something we talked about on TMSPM. Mm-hmm. Yep. Sedona Sam here. I like that name. Sedona Sam. Sedona Sam. I'm going to catch that darn rabbit. You wander into town, pulling out his guns. All right. Uh, it says, one of my many jobs in my life was a dog trainer. Gave it up because loved the dogs. The owners, not so much. I love that. Toy dogs are the worst to house train. Rainers is special, uh, special as we know, and the older they get, the less Fs they have to give. It's like 80-year-olds. What are you going to do? I can't see, and I don't even know it's coming. And then poop. <laughs> Some I know. I feel uh, they are doing a stink. Oh, sorry. I can't read that. Some I know, I feel they are doing as a sticking out of the tongue thing. Love the show. Where it's like peeing or pooping on the floor, like, hmm, watch yeah. what I can do. Yeah. yeah. That is the feeling I start to get from some dogs. Love the yeah. show, never stop. And I mean never stop in all caps. Wow. All Jeez, right. Sam. Well, we're working on we're working on our life model decoys that will be able to continue the show. Who knows? For all you know, they, we might already be using our life model decoys. Yeah. Scott and Brian could be hanging out right now eating sushi in Green River. You never know. That's right. From the waist down, I'm just like a robotic staff. Mm-hmm. Just a <laughs> uh, just a wheel like Rosie. Yeah, like Rosie the wheel. <laughs> Rosie the wheel. Uh, that's it for your emails. Thank you for those. We appreciate them. You can send your own emails into the show at current, or current geek at themorningstream at gmail.com. <laughs> I'm out of it today. Themorningstream at gmail.com. podcasts. <laughs> Yeah, you know when you've got too many podcasts and you start swapping names around and email addresses, yeah, exactly. playing the wrong files. <laughs> anyway, uh, oh, and this show is supported wholly by you and your efforts. Please head on over to patreon.com slash TMS and help us out. We would love it. We need it. We don't just love it. We need it. It's not extra. It's not bonus. It's literally our paycheck. It's, it's how we survive. Blood. It's our When you don't blood. pay us, we die. We die. You think 50's old? Check back in in 10 years if you don't get on Patreon. <laughs> anyway patreon.com slash tms you can always find us on the web at frogpants.com slash tms that's going to do it for the show today we can't leave though until we play a song brian what do you got those are the rules right mm-hmm. uh rob wrote in and said i am sitting i'm assuming so he wrote this on the first and i'm either reading this as they are doing this right now or they did this on the first but he says I'm sitting in the hospital with my incredible wife as she is in labor with our second daughter. Annie is an amazing person and a fantastic mother in our growing family. Annie loves 80s hair bands. So for her, could you please play a cover of Sweet Child of Mine? Yeah. Well, sure, Rob. Heck yeah. Uh, congratulations if it's already happened or congratulations if it's happening right now and you're just uh, predicting uh, what's going on. Um, all right. This is a really cool cover of sweet child of mine. This was recorded for the Dermot O'Leary Saturday sessions, uh, back in 2015 and, uh, slash as you, as we know, slash, um, 
uh, was in uh, Guns N' Roses, but now he has a um, a new band called Miles Kennedy and the Conspirators that he's that Slash is part of. I did not this know that. Is, I didn't know he was doing his own thing. Now, yeah, he's got yeah. his own little uh, little side project or backing band or whatever. Hmm. Um, Miles Kennedy was also a member of the rock band uh, Alter Bridge. And uh, in this one, he's performing with Slash. So this is Slash on guitar and Miles Kennedy on vocals doing a cover of Sweet Child of Mine. That's going to do it. We'll see you guys tomorrow for another episode of DMS. Goodbye.
child of mine Of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com.